0: I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. What's up, guys? Welcome to Surfing Proverbs with Ryan. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing proverb is surfing to impress. In one of my last sessions in the water, there was this guy. He was a little older, probably about 60 years old, and an amazing surfer. Probably one of the top 10 surfers I've ever experienced, which is saying a lot compared to all the Amazing teenagers, amazing guys in their 20s and 30s that surf. This guy was gray hair on his head, surfing a little shortboard, tearing it up. just owned the water. And with that, my immediate urge was that I wanted to impress him. I wanted to catch a couple good waves like right in front of him and show him that, hey, I'm a great surfer too. Now, most of my life, especially inside of my game of surfing, I have spent so much time in the water trying to impress others, trying to fit in, trying to work my way up the hierarchy, maybe inside the hierarchy of locals, trying to earn respect in the water, and ultimately trying to impress others, really trying to impress myself. And in the past, what that has cost me Was a lot of fucked up waves. Trying to do turns. That I don't have the confidence to actually do. Trying to pull off maneuvers. Even trying to paddle in and take off on waves. That I know I had no business. Taking off on. Now I'm not knocking the fact that I. Push forward. Get way out of my comfort zone. That has served me a lot in my life. But the underlying intention. Of trying to impress others, has left me with very weak results, and often feeling completely alone. Like I'm not good enough. Like I'm unacceptable. I'm not good enough just as I am, as I am. So instead of acknowledging the full truth of where I am in my journey, where I am in my game of surfing, I'm trying to live to this higher game and impress. With, an, with a performance and displaying a better version of myself. Trying to impress others, be accepted by others, win the respect and love of others. When in the end, I was missing it for myself. My friends, let me take you on my journey through grade school. I spent my entire life up until high school going to two to three different states per grade, having a hard time fitting in. And that's just with my friends. And where I was really impacted was where I tried to impress my parents, my teachers, and my coaches specifically in the area of academics. I was Asian. My mom was super smart. She is super smart. And she would tell me her stories. She didn't even speak English, and she killed it in school. And I always felt like I was not good enough. I was not smart enough. I couldn't do it. And as I struggled through my grades, I always got A's and B's, but my B's were not good enough. And as I struggled through school, I took very quickly to cheating. And I spent almost all of my grade school cheating my way to the top of the class, cheating my way into honors classes. I was always in an honors class, some kind of special class, cheating and cheating. And I killed it. I always got perfect grades. When I started cheating, I started getting all A's. Every once in a while, I tried to go back, read an actual book when I had a book report, and I would get a C or a D, and I would fucking go back to Cliff Notes again and get an A. Like I was always cheating. Ultimately, when I got to college, not college, high school, I thought I was mastering this game. I thought I was working the system in a very big way. I had a, I graduated with a 4.3 GPA. But here's the crazy part. I went to class my last two years of high school, two to maybe three days per week. Yes, you heard that correctly. Two to maybe three days per week. My parents allowed me to call in sick by myself. I had the good grades. What mattered? What else mattered? I was in school to get good grades. And I got fucking amazing grades. Not only did I have a 4.3 GPA when I graduated, I graduated a semester early, enrolled into Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville. Spring of the time when my high school class was still in high school. And I had, before I even graduated high school, Before SIUE, I had, I don't remember how much exactly, maybe almost 15 college credits through my AP courses, like as much as almost anybody else in the entire school, as much as the top grads in my school, which I went to a big high school, a lot of smart fellows there, like 3,000 people. So I thought I was killing it. I went to Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville. The classes that I took were actually classes I already pretty much took in high school. So I barely showed up for class there and scraped on by with C's. But I was like, who cares? I rarely showed up to class. And this is when it all started crumbling down on me. When I went to Old Roberts University, drove to Tulsa and went to school there. This is where I met Lucy. And I struggled with school. I struggled to even show up to class. My morning classes, and they had this policy, if you didn't show up to class, you dropped a letter grade. Like after, I think, three times, you dropped a letter grade for every time you missed after that. And nearly every single semester, all my classes, I dropped a letter grade, at least one, sometimes all the way to failure, because, simply just because I didn't even show up to class. And that's besides the fact that I was struggling with grades, struggling working my ass off. Not working my ass off, struggling often because I didn't work my ass off. Procrastinating thinking I was better than I am. See, I had spent my entire life in grade school impressing my teachers, impressing my coaches. They always talked about it. Impressing my parents, impressing my friends even. I think my friends, because most of them knew that I cheated. My friends were more impressed that I cheated and cheated so effectively and efficiently than the fact that I got good grades. And in the end, all that deception, all those lies, ultimately deceiving myself, Lying to myself, where I lived in this fantasy. I was working to impress everyone, yet myself inside, I was struggling. I was dying. I felt so alone. Like no one else that I knew struggled so much, so as much as I did in college. No one else had as bad as grades I did. I filled more classes than anybody I knew around me at Oral Roberts University. I had some impressive feats, some crazy procrastination feats, where we'd have two months for a research paper, 50 pages. I would wait to the very last day before I was due, start it, work for 18 hours straight, and get an A. And that, like, that would keep my ego up and help me uphold my lies and uphold my facade to impress everyone. It gave me this feeling of, yeah, I am intelligent, I am enough, I am smart enough. When all along, my true feelings that I hid, I felt I was never enough. I hated reading. I hated this. I can't do this. I'm not like these other students. These other students might have got B's and C's in in high school, but they actually got them. I didn't get shit in high school. I thought I would work the system, but I only shot myself in the foot again and again and again. This took me Years and years to recover from, and even like when I thought I recovered, like I, I keep on finding again and again where i I'm actually living in some kind of fantasy that I think I'm more intelligent and I know more than I actually do. I remember in Los Angeles, maybe six years ago, seven years ago, I got really crazy into reading books. I literally had this dream I had this dream that reoccurred for since college. And this dream came back to me like at least once a month. Like, I'm not joking. At least once a month. This was my nightmare. And it was that I was back in Oral Roberts University, back in school after the military, after my deployment, after like I conquered the world. And all of a sudden, I would be back in my school, failing my classes. Don't have, I show up to class, don't have my homework done. Like, that was just the worst feeling. And that showed up as a nightmare for me. Like once a month since I got out of school, like for years and years. And then in Los Angeles, I got into this habit of reading books. Man, I read less than a dozen books all throughout college, all throughout college and high school. And then all of a sudden, I got in this role. I was reading, I don't even know. Just I read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books. It was crazy. And I saw some Some big results, but for myself, my own self-esteem, my confidence in myself and my intelligence, it went through the roof. I literally stopped having those nightmares and I felt on top of the world. Yet, just last year, at the end of 2017 and in 2018, I discovered again and again how much I thought I was so intelligent because I read so many damn books. Dozens and dozens and dozens of books on parenting, hundreds of books on relationships, hundreds of books on communication. And yet I found again and again, I was only fooling myself, trying to impress. I just, I read books for a number to myself, books as a number for others. Books, I read books so I can just say that I read this book. So I can have conversations with people when they brought up a book. I'm like, yeah, we could talk about that book, even though I forgot everything that was in the damn book. And I discovered last year, how powerful when I just take one book and apply everything inside my life, make it my own. Take the book, take one chapter out of the book and make it my own. Apply it inside of my family. Apply it inside of my relationships. And I discovered once again, last year, how full of shit I am. How much I'm trying to impress my friends. Impress my parents with this number of books that I read. When in the end, ultimately, I was empty. I was alone. I didn't feel like enough. Which was why I was reading all the books to begin with. So where across your life... Are you working your ass off to impress? And it is costing you in a very big way. You're left feeling alone. You're left feeling empty. You're left without a foundation to actually create powerful results in your life. Are you trying to impress your wife? Everything I'm talking right now, like I, I have been there. Trying to impress your wife. Trying to impress your children, impress your neighbors, impress your pastor, impress your teachers, impress your coach or your coaches. Here's a big one. You find yourself trying to impress God, working your ass off to earn his respect. Where in your life are you working hard to impress someone else? Rather than simply acknowledging exactly where you are in your journey. And inside of that acknowledgement, you find a, a clean, firm foundation for actually building the man you want to become, actually building and creating the results that you truly want in your heart. Where is that for you? Get out your journal and write it down. Where are you trying? To impress someone. And then after that. The second thing I have for you is. What is the impact. On you. And your family. That you are not completely acknowledging. Who you are. And where you are inside of your own journey. But are rather trying to impress someone. How does that impact you? How do you feel inside? Are you empty, alone? You feel stuck and lost like me? Feel like insignificant, like you're not enough? I don't know, what is it? You write that down for you. This simple exercise. I didn't say easy, but simple is an excellent foundation for you to create powerful results in your life. Often much greater results, but better yet, often completely new results, results that would be otherwise impossible if it wasn't for this foundation of brutal honesty with yourself. And let me give you a tip you will get out of this what you put into it. So I encourage you to create some space for yourself for this journaling assignment. Create some very open, clear space for you to just be with yourself and write. Look at this space, not as an assignment, but as an investment. An investment into you, your heart, because you are worth it. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thank you guys for listening to my story thank you for being here. And if it resonates with you, if it inspires you, please share this with one person you know. And if you haven't already, I would love if you went to iTunes and left a review for me and help me get this podcast out in front of more surfers. Thanks, guys. I love you all. You have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow on Surfing Proverbs with Ryan. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P Lampy and have a powerful